Welcome to episode 146, season 7, episode 12 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Uh, do you know a place on top of a mountain that's pretty good and what it's called? Um, does it have rocks? It yes. ha- it's very rocky. Very rocky. Very you said rocky. it's on the top of a mountain? Yes. Huh. Okay. There's I'm familiar with it. on the top of it? Uh-huh. It may be located in Tennessee. Okay. 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 Where a, exactly in Tennessee? Uh, on top of this Rocky Mountain. Okay. Okay. So that's the name of the place. Wait. So it's not the Rocky Mountains in Colorado? No. It's okay. They're top, not having nearly as much fun over there, I don't think. No. I think it's yeah. Toppy Rock, Tennessee. Mm. Close, I think. That's close. Sounds familiar. Ah. <laughs> Toppy okay. Rock, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're also joined by Tom. I don't know where to go from that. I don't know about y'all, but I am super excited to hear about how the Georgia Vandy game went. <laughs> we're not going to talk about our reviews of la- or, or, or summaries of last week. Thank God we all get a we're way with bated breath. You guys are waiting. <laughs> I know everybody's waiting. <laughs> all two dozen of our listeners have tuned in for this for the Vandy review. It's way more than two dozen. It makes me nervous when I think about how many people it actually is, but we'll just forget. We'll just move right past that. Just think that they all download it, but most of them probably don't listen to it. That's what gives me some comfort when I think about those numbers. <laughs> yeah, is that not all of them are actually listening. So uh, let's start out this week by talking about the polls. And so we got some updated FEI rankings. Um, did Ohio State play last week? Nope. Okay. That's why this is throwing me off a little bit. Um, all right. So your updated rankings, we got Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Texas, Tennessee, USC, Ole Miss, Utah, and Minnesota. Um, there, there's something a little interesting in there. Um, and I think that you'll notice that all of the <laughs> advanced stats reflect this. Is that there was an update... Uh, uh, well, we, we haven't gone to the we, we haven't reviewed the games yet, but uh, slight spoiler here: Alabama's no longer unbeaten, and the team that oh. beat them is ranked behind them in all of the advanced uh, metrics. Uh-huh. So, Neither of them moved; like they both stayed in their same spot. Also, Tennessee lost points. Oh wait, no, I'm looking at this turn. They, no, okay, yeah, they gained some points. Um, Alabama lost minimal point, points in the FEI. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. I'm assuming that it would probably treat it as a as a toss up. But anyway, Ohio State got on a bye week point zero one points worse. You will have be happy also then to know that Clemson, after winning at Florida State four and two, Florida State dropped three spots. <laughs> How did the um, SP Plus hasn't been updated yet? Oh my god! Ah. All right, well we we can't do an update on that one. Oh no! Oh man! (sighs) All right. Uh, Yeah, I was looking ahead because I I thought I was thought I was taking crazy pills. All right, let's talk about the uh, AP poll. Um, We got a, I believe a no, it's not a new number one. It's the same. Uh, although the coaches poll has changed up a little bit. Anyway, AP, we got 
Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee moving into third with 15 first place votes. Look at all those first place votes. Yeah. Um, Michigan at, um, and just to clarify, so Georgia with 31 first place votes, Ohio State with 17, and Tennessee with 15. Um, Since uh, people can't actually see the screen here, uh, Michigan at four, um, Clemson, Alabama, Ole Miss, TCU, UCLA, and Oregon. So Pac 12 with two top 10 teams at the moment. Although that will take care of itself, um, I believe, this weekend. Uh, yeah, so UCLA and Oregon play. So one of those will no longer be there, most likely. Coaches poll, we got um, Georgia, 43 first-place votes. Ohio State with 17. Michigan with one first-place vote. Uh, interesting. <laughs> uh, Tennessee with two first-place votes for that the feels coaches. Like a James Frank- that feels like a James Franklin vote. Yeah, it could be. Could mm. be. Maybe. Clemson at five. Alabama uh, down five spots in this one. Um, they were down three in the AP. He can go, folks, we got beat by the number one team in the nation. People are saying, people are talking. I read it somewhere online. They have. Mm-hmm. People think they're the number one team in the nation. Look, they have a vote. They got a vote. Yeah. Uh, Old Miss at seven. Same as the AP. TCU, Oregon, and UCLA. And then Andrew. Yeah. Please give us an update on the only poll that matters, the FPI, please. FPI. Is this? Ooh, we have a new first place team in the FPI, the Ohio State University, followed by... I thought the first one was the new one, and I was like, no. wait a minute. <laughs> you guys moved up on a bye. Uh, second place, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's try to see. Uh, three is Georgia, four is Michigan, five Texas, holding strong. Six Tennessee, seven Clemson, eight Ole Miss, nine Utah, <laughs> ten USC. So I guess um, at this point Texas almost beat Alabama, right? And then Alabama yeah. loses to Tennessee close. Uh, we'll get to the final score here in a little bit, but uh-huh. so that Texas at five and so two. Ha- some would say they have a neutral opponent. <laughs> so they. I feel like we're getting a little bit into the snake eating its tail here. So they they almost beat Alabama, who got beat by Tennessee. So we're gonna boost Texas's ranking because the, because of that. I, I guess but Tennessee is still behind Texas. Yeah, as undefeated and um, beating the previous number one team. Also projected at eleven, uh, essentially eleven and one, and they're projected at nine and three. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Uh, Ohio State's win losses now it hasn't moved. It's still apparently twelve and zero. Twelve and one. Although, but they don't play thirteen games like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> counting the championship game because I'm guessing it's. I don't think it does. Game. Yeah, because some teams are twelve. Yeah, it doesn't count that. It's just like this. These numbers. No, nah, because some teams have like uh, close to a twelve for their their total and some teams have a 13 so i think for some of them it's i think assuming 13 games yeah i think it's assuming a conference championship appearance um just to give an update in this uh, for playoff projection percentage it's got ohio state at 80.9 percent uh projected to make it alabama at 52.3 georgia at 70.4 michigan 51.1 
uh, Texas 8.4, and then Tennessee with a 48.1% chance of making the playoffs, according to FPI, and then Clemson at 54.5. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Uh, Alabama's chance to win national championship went from 32% down to 18%. Hmm. Huh. Cool. But their playoff percent dropped 30% as well, which... It seems like it's. It seems like they have a quality. Uh, they got a quality loss now, so they're automatically in, right? Yeah. Ooh, Alabama. Alabama yeah. has two quality losses. Right now. Wait, no, they beat at Texas. Never mind. Yeah, they have a quality. Loss. They have a quality loss, so they're in. You. They're, a lot of teams are always just searching for quality losses. Yeah. They're technically not automatically. I mean, they they could be in, but they're not leading the SEC West anymore. Ole Miss is. True. True. When's yeah. that game? Let me look at the FPI prediction on the Ole Miss Not for game. a while, I don't think. I think it's November. November 12th. The prediction is 72% chance Alabama wins. They play. Don't that they seems play right. like uh, <laughs> LSU and Ole Miss back-to-back? The, the spread the is already 11 and a half. For Ole Miss for or LSU? Yes, for Alabama. Yeah. I, I meant, sorry, not... Uh, in favor of Ole Miss, I meant in that game or the LSU game. <laughs> yeah, they do play at LSU and at Ole Miss back to back. Um, mm, all right. Uh, all right. We'll we'll talk some more about the uh, about what happened with Alabama when we get there. Uh, there has been no update in the SP Plus, so we can't give you an update on that. Was there any news this week? I couldn't think of anything that happened. I was. Um, uh, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that anybody got Georgia, hurt. Georgia afraid. Tech stole. Uh, they, they have a new. AD yeah, uh, I think an assistant AD, uh, Jay Bat or something, Batty, Bat, something. He goes by like the letter something. J. Yes. And Bat, B A T T, I believe. Um, so Alabama assistant AD of some sort hired on as AD at Georgia Tech. So. See where that goes if they pull from uh, from Alabama ranks or what they do, like maybe uh, say uh, Bill O'Brien or somebody. Who knows? No, Bill O'Brien's coaching waiting. I heard at Georgia Tech or at uh, Alabama. At Alabama. Oh, um, one could only hope. Like if he was gonna leave Alabama, the place I would most rather him go is Georgia Tech. Um. Because imagining that shitty scheme with really bad athletes makes me happy. It makes me feel things in my pants, if you will. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. I'm just saying. He's got a shitty scheme with great athletes right now. Um, and it, it makes him look better than, than he actually is. <laughs> anyway. So let's start out by uh, talking about the games last week. So we had uh, last Thursday with Baylor. Fair by three and a half at West Virginia and West Virginia won 43 to 30 or sorry, 43 to 40 misspoke. Uh, Temple was at UCF was favored by 23 and a half and they won 70 to 13. Oh my God. And those astronaut uniforms. Yeah. The space U uniform uniforms, I believe. Uniforms. Uniforms. Uh, all right. Purdue and UCF need to battle for space U. Hmm. Yeah. Um, bowl game. Bowl game. Make it happen. How many launches take take place like near Purdue though? Um. Well, the annual Ohio State ass blasting happens every few years. So that's fair. 
That's fair. Um, like all the astronauts a, went to Purdue. They do have a good supply of uh, of pizza and whatnot, like Papa John's pizza for coaches oh, that, that was, lose there. That was that was Indiana. Damn it! That was, that was another that was Indianapolis. That was another Indiana school. Um. All right. So Friday we got Navy at SMU. SMU was favored by twelve and a half, and they won forty to thirty four. Uh, mm-hmm. Saturday, we had Ol- Auburn at Ole Miss, favored by 14.5, and, and they won 48-34. to 34. So Almost. Almost got the, uh, almost, almost got the spread almost, right. Almost, Ole Miss maybe doesn't have a great defense, I think. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, it's almost like all these former OCs that love to score a lot have shitty defenses. Who could have seen that coming? Um... Yeah, Lincoln Roy, Lincoln Royley, Riley, uh, <laughs> Josh Heifel, uh, Kiffin. Um, I'm sure there's. Uh, well, it was Ryan Day, TBD on how much the the defense has improved. Uh, so far, what it looks TBD. better. TBD. TBD. It's happened. You haven't it's played been, anybody. Been, what does what, what, what did toys say? What did toys say about it? Been it's been determined. Eighth. It's good. Eighth. Uh, uh, uh d- but. Like it's good. Okay, I mean it's good with what you've played. Yes, correct. Haven't there's played nothing, shit. There's nothing to say against that. It's not good right now. When when not good happens, it was not good all the time the last two years, and now it's good all the time. Now it's good in the bad games, which is an improvement over bad in every game before. So Here's you're, to you're feeling correct. good all the time. Did you drink that fireball today in the cider, or was that yesterday? That was yesterday. Oh, okay. Thought we might have had some fireball carryover on this podcast. All right. It was so good. (laughs) All right. So, um, where the hell was I? Uh, All right. Kansas was at uh, Oklahoma. It was favored by seven, and Oklahoma won 52 to 42. So, I'm just saying, um, you know, we were all hyped up on Kansas. Who? Who's credit we? to them? We. Who's we? We. We as a country, not not we as in anybody on this podcast. I've I don't think. been saying uh, for weeks that Kansas was going to lose five or six games by season's I end. I have been calling for fraudulence for a while. Yes. I also think that TCU is still fraudulent. I would agree with that too. Um, so they're they're now at two losses, uh, I believe, in a row uh, since the game day appearance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So. Yeah, I think that we're that that slide has has fully uh, commenced. Minnesota fair by six and a half at Illinois, and Illinois won uh, twenty six to fourteen. And mm-hmm. Andrew, do you have any uh, statements you want to make about Minnesota being like great? And watch out for Are Minnesota. They out their running back. No, they had running they had their running back, uh, but their quarterback okay. got injured. Fun fact okay. about that game. Uh, uh-huh. That game went into the fourth quarter. Their quarterback, Tanner Morgan, was like three for 11 for 17 yards entering the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. Uh, some Penn State stats. Yeah, it Oof. was. It yeah, was, that is uh, like a Sean Clifford game. I mean, Illinois has a really good defense. I think they have one of the high-rate defenses in the uh, league, but they Illinois just ball-controlled that whole game. I think their running back had like over 40 carries in that game, if I remember right. It was like an absurd number. Uh, Illinois is good, maybe. I don't know. Fucking Big Ten West is a disaster, or they're all like pretty good. I can't tell. 
Um, I think it's disaster. The disaster to like the top tier is probably like fine. That's about there's it. No, there's no top tier in the Big Ten West. They're all the same <laughs> level. It's basically the same team in just different areas. Yeah, it's the same the team, Midwest. different colors. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of Sean Cliffords, but they just cloned him and put him in the SEC no, West as well. Sean Clifford's in the East. That's what I'm saying. They put him in the West. It's just a bunch of hard-nosed football teams, except for Nebraska, who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Sounds boring as shit. All right. Um, anyway, so Penn State at Michigan. Speaking of boring as shit, uh, Michigan. Like most of the Big Ten West states. Michigan favored by seven, and they won 41-7. Um, do we need to start having a conversation about James Franklin's job security? I mean, this is this is this is James Franklin. I don't, you know, this is these are the games he loses. These these aren't the games that he wins. So I don't know why people would be shocked or surprised that uh, James Franklin loses another big game. Yeah, he was who he thought he was. Mm-hmm. We let him off the hook. I mean, well, they had that big win at the beginning of the year, uh, or so. Some thought at the time they beat Penn State or the Penn, Penn State beat Auburn forty-one to twelve, right? And Here, here's the thing, though: we thought the same thing about Harbaugh, you know, for a while, and now he seems to be kind of turning it around. So, you know, there's a chance. I still mm. think that Harbaugh is still semi. I I think the Michigan's still semi fraudulent. Semi being Michi- a qualifier. Michigan there. ran for like four hundred yards on Penn State. Like it was pretty bad. <laughs> Was that more or less than what they ran on Ohio State last year? Uh, less. Okay. They Oof. had two. They had two guys uh, over 150 yards versus Penn State. Mm. Uh, we had the we had the full Sean Clifford experience. Uh, yeah. What was the final stat line? I posted it in the Discord the other day. Uh, it's bad up here. Seven for 19, 120 yards. <laughs> no picks though. Six rushes for 74 yards. So, you know, we were like three touchdowns and like two interceptions away from having a complete Sean Clifford game. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we've been informed that James Franklin's buyout is $72 million. Um, Chump change. I would think that, that... new big buyout. Yeah, I would think that they could have afforded that. Uh, so, late in that game, Clifford, I think everyone thought he got benched. And I'm still going with Sean Clifford got benched for the five-star freshman, uh, Drew Allar. I think that's his last name. Uh, but now they came out and said, oh, no, Clifford was actually hurt. Which, mm-hmm. And he's going to start again this week mm-hmm. for some reason. And he was I, asked about why or if Drew Allar was going to start. And he talked about it sending the wrong message or something like that. To Listen, if they here's bench. the deal. Your Penn State. Listen, Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford put in the time. Okay, he gets to start. He's put in 19 years at Penn yeah. State. That's here's a long the, time. Here's the deal. The, oh man, I almost made a really bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't want. I nope. No nope. part of this. I I, I'm not I, say it. I'm not I put it. I put it. I put it together. We're not going there. <laughs> uh, oh man. Here's the deal. Uh, since they <laughs> dropped the game now. I think it's time to move on from Sean Clifford, get the true freshman ready, and just, uh, you know, throw him to the wolves. I think it's time. The season's lost. Start over for next year. Okay. Uh, yeah, if he's if he's 
even semi hurt um at this point i would start i, I would i would go that route correct although if he's, if he's 100 fine i'm still going that route i we've seen enough from sean clifford it's not like well this is this he'll probably get it this time no we've seen it is this his last year there like, yes does he have more yes. eligibility no, this oh, is it. well good for they him. are who we thought they were yeah. This is Sean Clifford. It's not going to get any better. It can only get worse. To be fair, we're talking about this guy falling. Penn State's still 5-1. and one. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to drop... Still play, uh, yeah. They still play Ohio State, so... They got a... Well, Michigan State. Or they already played Michigan State. Well, they got uh, Andrew's second favorite Big Ten team, Minnesota, coming up um, this weekend. This week? Yeah. So, uh, they we have a status the on their... State. We have a status of uh, Minnesota uh, athletes. Uh, their quarterback is TBD, and their running back is healthy. He's, he's supposed back? to be in. Yes, he's supposed to be in. Okay. Uh, healthy is Mo, relative, I guess. But. Mo Ibrahim may go for like two twenty on his own on Penn State. Mm. Okay. Is there a run defense? Oh, I forgot what Michigan did to them. Never mind. Yes. I would imagine that Minnesota has a bunch of corn-fed uh, O-linemen as well. There, uh, that that D-line might be in trouble if they didn't fix any schemes or anything. Yeah. Well, it, you would think that Minnesota's offensive coaches would see what uh, what Michigan was able to do, and until uh, well, until Penn State can stop it, they're just going to do whatever uh, Michigan just did the the week before uh, scheme wise. For for some reason too. Uh, Penn State never really stacked the box versus Michigan. They were just like, ah, I guess this quarterback you can't really throw. We we should probably not put people in the box because he might beat us deep, even though he can't. So I the whole Penn State defense didn't make any sense that game. But here we are. Excellent. Um, so let's talk about Vanderbilt. Uh, what's up next? I don't no, think no, we're no. there yet. Arkansas was favored by one and a half at BYU. And Arkansas won 52-35. Man, remember when we were worried about BYU going to the playoffs? I was about to say that. Um, I, that's not going to be a thing. Also, I, I left it off the preview for this week, but I believe they're going to Liberty this weekend. So I don't know who any... Raced. Yeah, who, who should we root for there? I, I don't know. Um, There's been a... Uh, I've been seeing on like Instagram reels as I'm mindlessly scrolling... Uh, in the middle uh-huh. of the night, of this guy who goes around the uh, yeah. BYU campus and asks like students like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you, the coffee would thing." You, would you rather? But he asks like different questions, like, "Would you rather have coffee or just like die?" And they're like, oh, "I guess die." They're always like <laughs> the really? other thing is always like very extreme. Be like, "Would you rather have like caffeine or it's like, would you rather do you know some other thing that they're not allowed to do?" And then some extreme thing, and like eighty percent of the time they choose the extreme thing. Yeah, because they don't want their <laughs> the probably, BYU yeah, people watching worried. it. They'll get back to yeah. They'll probably get back to somebody in charge of that university, and they'll get mm-hmm. suspended or something. Yeah, for saying that in a would you rather that they would rather drink coffee than die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard you would rather drink coffee than uh, be eaten alive by wolves. Is that true? What? <laughs> well, I, I would never mind. Yeah, we're getting into a weird religious thing, but I don't understand the big deal about coffee, but whatever. Um, I guess it's a it's a drug, like so it's bad. They don't like stimulants. I'm I just think. saying, it's live your life, man. But if you would rather get eaten by wolves and drink coffee, then like, 
you know, you do you, I guess. Can't they, um, sounds like someone who's never had coffee. That's what it sounds like <laughs> to me. <laughs> Can't they have uh, like low ABV beer in uh, in Utah or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, never mind. Maybe we should have put some research in that, but it doesn't really matter. Ne- because the next game that we have here is Oklahoma State. Is Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oklahoma State at TCU. Actually threw myself off there because I thought it was the Vandy game, but we're not there yet. Oklahoma oh, State no. at TCU. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to lead into it and it didn't work. Um, Oklahoma State uh, at TCU is favored by three and a half, and they won 43 to 30. 40? Sorry, 43 to wow. 40. So we had two 43 to 40 games. It was, that was a double overtime game, though. You forgot that little... I didn't watch. I was... Was on vacation in Hilton Head this week. I was a little hit or miss. I did watch all the Alabama Tennessee game. Um, Look at you, true Ohio. Yeah, like a, yeah. Welcome. You took the great, <laughs> the great, trail. the great pilgrimage, to, and then the I was like, pilgrimage is east. <laughs> and then and I, you're like, hey, this place is pretty cool. I could come back here. And and actually, you will. I, actually, I went Everyone there. Everyone around here is wearing Ohio State gear too. It's just like home. Actually, I didn't. I, I didn't see any Ohio State fans except for when we went to this tiki place and the some dude playing like shitty covers over there was like, it was like after the Alabama Tennessee game. So, um, you had a decent amount of Tennessee and Alabama fans around, uh, being either extremely happy or extremely upset. And he's over there saying how he doesn't care because he's an Ohio State fan, and there was like no reaction from the people that were there. Um, <laughs> I was actually there's surprised a, that there were no Ohio State people there that did their dumb OH thing. There's a, a good, would have been a good time to visit since it was a bye week for them. But yeah. maybe it's too cold for them now. Yeah, too cold. They're they're going south now. <laughs> too, you, too cold for Ohioans in Hilton Head. Yeah, did, did you drive there? No, I flew. Okay. I flew to Savannah Hilton Head Airport. Yeah. Yeah. I drive there when I go. Man, I drove there from Charlotte last year and I was like, this is too far. Uh, is it from I'm not gonna fly three hour three hour drive. It took it takes me ten hours to drive there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. How far is the do drive that. from Charlotte? Uh, three, three hours. Four. You're three and a half. You gotta drive straight through Charlotte hours. to get there. That's yeah. Not, it's like you basically yeah. And three hours you, is not you, bad to drive. Come I on. don't like driving anywhere. Like I'm going to Clemson this weekend and it's two and a half hours and I'm like ah this is gonna suck. you can, yeah, you can but, learn about Charlotte's scummy little fast pass lanes yeah but by the time you get to the I, airport I and implemented yet by the time you get to the airport and shit like you could pretty much already I don't know I feel like it's gonna take longer for you to fly than it would to drive but whatever that's that's you oh, do I'm you. not flying a three and a half hour drive I was I'm about to say okay. but ten hours I'll definitely fly. oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, well, when you got like a dog and like a baby and like golf clubs, it's like a whole thing. It, that is true. It gets more complicated the more people you're transporting. If it's just you, it's a whole lot easier to just be like, "Yeah, I'll just fly." Yeah. If it was just me, I got to yeah. take the dog. Yeah, that's his one time a year. He's allowed to be happy. Uh huh. On the beach. <laughs> that's right. All right. Next game, the one we all been waiting for, Vandy at UGA. EJ, a 38 and a half point yeah. favorite. They won 55 to nothing. Um, no, I don't. I don't really have anything to say about this game. Actually, um, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I was hoping for the full breakdown, man. Yeah, uh, we had they, to listen they, to it last week. Now give it to us. They they are who we thought they were. Um, they're yeah. Vandy's pretty. <laughs> Vandy's really bad. Although I mean they they did score like 20 something points against like a few opponents this year. Um, nobody good, but they have scored 
some points on uh, some teams. Um, they're not completely incompetent. Like Clark Lee's a good coach, but clearly he couldn't get him uh, even a, a field goal. Um, uh, I, I don't know. It, it was a it was a get right game for for UGA. They've still they've got a few players out, but the good thing is that they have a bye week this week, and then they have Florida next week. Which I'm not saying that's like is a bye week again. I'm not saying it's a bye week, but but it is uh, Florida. I mean, crazy shit happens in Jacksonville, but Florida is not very good this year. That has not been the case in a while. Yeah, crazy shit happened. Probably before before Kirby was there, it was mostly just Rick was just kind of uh, uh, not a big game coach. So like five six years ago is when crazy shit was happening. So why are we still worried? Yeah. Uh, because of too many times of getting our shit pushed in by Spurrier uh, over the years, right. I think uh, the right. the scars have Spurrier. not fully healed. PTSD. Yeah, PTSD for sure. A lot, lot of uh, a lot of nights just uh, cowering in the corner after after a beatdown when we had a better team. Um, just shit happened there. Anyway, um, uh, get right game and um, you know everything looked good. Uh, it's kind of like playing against your practice squad. I feel like in a lot of ways. Scout team, but um, do you think your practice squad's better than Vanderbilt? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I, I haven't seen our practice. Yes or squad. no? Yes or no? Would you say that Vandy is like the toughest team you played all year? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's uh, that's what I got on that. LSU is at Florida. The toughest team Georgia's played all year is the practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's our second team. Uh, they don't have a second team. How's it go? <laughs> you just got non-scholarship uh, guys. You're just beating up on her. You guys put me house. into a corner there. Um, LSU uh-huh. at Florida. Florida is favored by two and a half. Um, and LSU won 45. Yeah. Florida won. Or sorry, Florida. LSU won 45 to 35. How quickly uh, expectations got tempered down there in uh, uh, Florida after. <laughs> they went from like beating Utah and thinking they were great until... Just that, yeah, uh, torpedoing now. They're they're four and three. Uh, that game wasn't really as close as that score even says. I I mean, Florida scored fourteen points in the second half or in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like forty to twenty one at one point. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Richardson. I don't. He's got he's we're going back to it, but he's got like Sean Clifford energy of just like what is this man doing and who is he and what is happening? He's like fuck it, go long. <laughs> you see some things, you're like, oh okay, that's pretty nice, and you're like, what the fuck was that? And like the what the fuck was that is like seventy percent of the time, and like ten percent of the time is uh that looks nice, and the rest is just like who is this guy? Well, yeah, it's. It's almost like maybe, yeah, anyway, they beating a dead horse, but almost a guy that I think had 19 passes coming into this season that the media may have overhyped him coming into the season. Like, I guess this is also what happens when you hype somebody up and to the, the point of the Penn State uh, guy, was it Drew Aller? This is maybe why you don't promote a kid too early um, because it could go this way where... Anthony Richardson, he had a, after one of the games this year, he's like, he's like, yeah, I was like playing. And for some reason during the game, I went, I, my mind went back to the Georgia game last year. Like the kids like seeing it's like platoon. Like he's seeing like, like ghosts almost on the field while, while he's playing. Now, 
No, to, to be fair, I, Anthony Richardson was not the reason they lost that game. Uh, you know, he had a fairly decent decent game. Uh, I mean, they put up 35 points, but they also I mean, allowed yeah. 45. Jaden Daniels, like, wit was passing all over them that game. Uh, yeah, we should probably – we can't really talk about uh, Florida without talking about how awful their defense is right, right now, actually. Um, like, awful. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the stats. Uh, scoring defense. We got, uh, well, we got to go pretty far. 77th in the country in scoring, uh, defense. Um, there was a third down statistic and I don't know if CFB stats has it. I was trying to see if I could find that. Uh, um, aren't they, they're dead last. It's in the like one twenties and in some of these I categories. Thought they were, yeah. I thought they were dead last in third down conversion percentages. Yeah. I'm looking at, uh, defense let's see third down conversion defense split stats it it has the percentage and on their detailed statistics it doesn't show where it falls in the country um i do remember that it was it was down there it, it, if it wasn't dead last it was like 128 or something like that i think there's now 131 fps teams i got used to there being 128 um so anyway uh very bad uh defense this year um, almost like Todd Grantham has never left the building, but uh, as far as we know, he he has gone. So I don't know. It, I don't know if you can blame uh, much like another game uh, that we're getting close to discussing. I don't know if you can blame Anthony Richardson for your defense giving up 45 points. I don't know if any of those were um, were defensive scores for LSU, but um, 45 points. I don't think so. Yeah, that's a lot of points for your defense to give up, and it's hard to win games when you're giving up that many points. USC was at Utah. Utah was favored by three and a half, and they won 43-42. A barn burner. I did not watch this game. Heard it was really close, obviously. Uh, it was amazing. Utah scored with like uh, maybe like 30 seconds left. Well, it was under a minute for sure, and then decided to go for two Uh on this insane play where the quarterback kind <clears> of <throat> ran back, almost got sacked, and then ran in for the two-point conversion, uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty epic. That whole, if you haven't watched it, anyone who hasn't watched it, do yourself a favor and watch like the last few drives of that game. It was a very entertaining game. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, there was also. Uh, there was good good call in our our chat here as we're live recording. Um, that. Someone picked, uh, I believe Utah picked off picked off USC as USC was going down the field after Utah had scored, and they returned it down to like the 20, but it got overruled by a penalty, but the time still came off, so they rolled that time off, but then they went back and they said, oh, there was an inadvertent whistle that that we should have stopped play like 20 seconds before the clock stopped running, so they just gave USC like 20 seconds back, and it was like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, because like there was no like he didn't he was not close to stepping out of bounds. They didn't actually whistle play dead. It, it everyone was very confused at the end of that game. But watch the end of the game. It was some good uh college football fuckery. Pets heads are falling off. That's what it sounds like. Uh huh. <clears throat> uh huh. Um. Uh-huh. All right. So the game that uh, was our game of the week. It did live up to that. It was actually a game of week. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama was favored by seven and a half at Tennessee. Of all the games this week, this was one of them. 
This was one of them. Tennessee had not won, and I believe this the stat was 17 years. Um, that was 15, but that's fine. I think it was 2004, I was told. Um, 52 to 49 um, was the final score in favor of Tennessee. Who did it? Um, I did would, it. S- we would did say it. that we uh, did it. the the final game or the final drive ended up with uh, a classic sequence of Alabama going down the field for the score um, with I think around 30 45 seconds on the clock, something like that, and uh, kicking. Uh, well, inexplicable play calling, I would say, from from Bill O'Brien to pass the ball. Um, instead of running the ball when I don't think Tennessee had stopped the run all night, really. Um, uh, of course, Tennessee wasn't really stopping much of anything on defense regardless. Um, but the problem is that it wasn't really stopping, or it, it was stopping the clock. Um, it wasn't keeping that clock running. And anyway, they, they ended up going three and out and uh, attempt a, what, like 46-yard field goal, something like that, uh, from the right hash. The, the kicker kicks it, and it's wide right. And then it gives the ball over to Tennessee. He goes down the field uh, in a couple plays, and a hooker takes him down there with some good, few good passes, and they're in field goal range. And Tennessee kicks the probably the shittiest made field goal that I've ever seen. Um, but well, hey, it got, you know t- it I was got tipped. Plays, it was tipped. It, it was, was tipped. tipped. And you know the it was tipped? If okay. It, if you watch it, it looked like it was going to go wide left, and the tip... <laughs> to fix it, <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know that that thing. It, it. Okay, I mean, hearing that it was tipped it was a makes ball, it. But it was, yeah. It was the shittiest looking thing, uh, yeah. uh, pa- and I couldn't tell it. Balls don't fly that way unless they're tipped. <laughs> it it cleared the cleared the uprights by you know by a few feet, and of course they they win. Uh, fans rush the field. The goalposts are torn down, and one of them at least was thrown in the Tennessee River, um, etc. Um, so I would say that it seemed like uh, Alabama played a, a shitty game on defense. Tennessee always plays a, t- a shitty game on on defense, so it really wasn't anything new for them. Um, they played uh, awesome on on offense, though Tennessee well, I mean, did. I am a uh, believer in uh, Hendon Hooker now. He's, I am uh, too. Yeah, he's, he's good. Good. There, there. At some point in that game, Tennessee was up twenty-eight to ten, and yeah, they were yeah. just anything they wanted. They were getting on Alabama, uh, mm-hmm. and then right, we had the classic. I don't know if it was classic more out like Tennessee meltdown or Alabama comeback. Uh, but then there was that weird uh, mm-hmm. fumble towards the end zone that Tennessee got that was returned for a touchdown when they were, he just dropped it on a handoff. Yeah. And, and that yeah, the Alabama guy is rushing thing. them and he just kind of ends up there at the same time as them and just picks up the ball for like a 20 yard, uh, what yeah. do you fumble, fumble six, I guess. Yeah. And it, at that point, you're just like, well, that's that's that. Like this, yep. that's what we knew it was over. Yeah. Like, well, there there goes Alabama to win on some fluky play. Uh, and then, Wait. yeah, I mean, you could just see that the momentum swung there. Uh, it, oh. But I do have so there's been a lot of talk on that last drive of Bill O'Brien's play calling, and while it was not great. Uh, I think there's a lot of things overlooked on that last drive, that at least that last few downs that that don't get enough talk. Is like one Tennessee had three timeouts, so could they've ran the ball? Sure, Tennessee could still still stop the clock, and Tennessee only used one timeout on their. Yeah, Tennessee got down the field fast on their next drive. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Well, my only thing is if you're not going to run it every play, at least run it that last one, run it to the left side so you can center your kick so you're not kicking from the right hash with the not Alabama college kicker. Not all kickers want to be centered, though. Some of them, like, hook it naturally, I guess. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't get why they're passing. I don't know why they want to be closer. I mean, it was a 50-yard field goal, so, uh, but Alabama's kicker has been pretty good this season. Uh, there was a really crucial part on that second down play where Jameer Gibbs comes out of the backfield and runs like a quick slant in and is like wide open. Like he would have ran for like 15 yards and he just drops the ball. Oh yeah. 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 I remember he just, that. it yeah, was, no. wa- there was no one near him and he could have, he could have been another 15 yards. And it's like, that was, that was the momentum play. That was it. And you know, nope. I, you know like I said, a lot of people are really mad at, at Bill O'Brien. End of the day, you gave up 52 points. And you, yeah, scored, I mean, you scored 42 points. We won't count the touchdown. They, they scored 49, but the offense scored 42. You, you can't expect to win football games when you give up 52 points. Yeah, I mean, the the secondary for Alabama was abused all night by, um, who was the, was it Jalen? Who's uh, Tennessee's? Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt, five TDs. On six catches. <laughs> On six catches, he was, yeah. He was like, there are, isn't Tennessee without their best receiver right now? Yes. Yes. They're without their, oh, best, their best receiver, and they still had a, a guy go for um, for five TDs. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, you can be mad at Bill O'Brien, but that defense was, it, it was the most points Alabama's given up since like 100, like since 1906 or something. Uh, it, it's been a long time. I saw the stats, and I think that the most points they've ever given up is actually Vandy. It was like 78 points, and it was like 1906 or something. There's been a, a few since then, but it's still been like since World War II, I believe. And it's just like, I, what is going on with that? <laughs> that guy that, well, okay, so it looks like... Well, the safety play was real bad. They were oh. getting picked on all day. They they bad. didn't double that that Jalen Hyatt at all. So Jalen Hyatt, I'm looking now, is there he's their top wide receiver in yards. And he has ten touchdowns on the season. Second place only has two. Hmm. So I don't know who didn't play. It was uh Tillman, Blue. I think. Cedric Tillman or something like that. Uh oh yeah. That he had seventeen receptions, two hundred and forty six yards, one touchdown this season. Well, he probably how many, early, how many yes. games has he played? Uh, let's see. Three. Well, okay. So he's, but he's a six, so no. receptions in three games is a lot. He's a six-three uh, wide receiver. But that guy, that guy doubled his uh, season touchdown totals in one game. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I'm looking at that from a team that has uh, arguably a better quarterback and definitely better wide receivers. Of like, oh no, what could we do to Alabama? And now I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think a lot of people are looking at it that way, and I think that. But they're... then also, I, do you think you can stop them? Uh, more Who? so than Tennessee can, sure. Yes, I mean te- okay. Texas did. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, I thought you meant you wanted Tennessee. Sorry. Oh no, no. Oh. I want we we want Bama. Okay. Well, obviously. <laughs> I, mean, I want to see what, what we can do with. I am interested uh, to see if Tennessee can scheme their receivers open as well against uh, Georgia when they play them. I'd be interested to see that. I mean, Pittsburgh, I know like people are, a lot of people are, a lot of people are complaining that, you know, this guy got a lot of catches and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure a lot of it was scheme. 
Um, I don't think I don't think Alabama was just watching and like, yeah, we'll just keep one guy on him. It's fine. I'm pretty sure he was schemed open a lot. Well, let's look at the teams that have given up less points to uh, to Tennessee. <laughs> We've got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh oh, wait, nope. held them to 34 in overtime, so it was probably 27 in in uh, in uh, what regulation, whatever. Um, Akron did not. They they got 63 points on Akron, so that's uh, good for them. Uh, Florida held them to 38. This is Florida, who's dog shit in uh, in third down uh, defensive con- conversion rates, held them to 38. LSU held them to 40. Um, I don't think either one of those teams are any good. I don't even think Pitt's very uh, good. But Andy, uh, hold on, well, really quick. In fairness. I don't know if Tennessee. I mean, I'm sure Tennessee could have probably put more points upon them. Well, maybe not Pitt because I guess they, they would have won a win. But I feel like maybe you look at point totals and you know they could have just they took their foot off the gas against some of these teams. You don't listen. Know. Fair, people fair. are talking. Yeah. People are saying that no one could have played better defense than any of these teams did that night. Sure. <laughs> people are saying these things. People are saying this. The same people saying Brock Bowers is gonna is gonna be number one. <laughs> Uh, pick next year. People, people are talking that no one could have played better defense that night on either side of the ball. That was <laughs> the the best defense you could possibly hope to play. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I think we've spent enough time on this. Um, I, I think that one thing we, we need to look at here is that uh, if they had just given up maybe a few less penalties, this oh. game goes differently. They had 17 penalties for Alabama, 130 yards. Uh, they're worst in the SEC in penalties. Uh, this isn't an isolated thing. At Texas, they had 15 penalties for 100 yards. At Arkansas, all these games on the road, they're not they're not disciplined on the road. Um, Arkansas, 10 penalties for 101 yards. So over 100 yards penalties in all of their road games. Um, and they averaged uh, 9.4 penalties per game, worse than the SEC, and 79.9 yards per game. Um, the average in the conference is three uh, three penalties less per game, um, and they're of course dragging that average a little higher just because of how many penalties they get. Um, so this is an undisciplined team, and I, which I think is a bit uncharacteristic for a, a saving coach team. Like you know, well, typically they're all getting that NIL, NIL money now, and they just don't well, feel I'm just like wondering what the what the reason is for this, and I think that like you're seeing a lot of guys on that team are transfers in. Like, they have not come through the system. And I'm starting to wonder if they may have gone a little too heavy on, uh, depending on transfers, and maybe these guys come in uh, feeling themselves a little bit too much and maybe have not fully bought into, like, well, how these guys would normally behave if the if they'd been in the Saban uh, school of things really for years that, and years. Do they really have that many transfers? The, the well, they've two, got a few that they the, care about. Uh, the two best skill position players they've had last year and this year were both transfers. Yeah, I, I mean, they've got Jameer they like Gibbs, it. they've got Jermaine Burton, who's, I mean, he's not their top receiver by any means. Um, yeah, and also, like like the chat called out, the, the penalties are from, like, Will Anderson. In that Texas game, how many offsides penalties did he have? Like, three? Four? Like, it was I mean, a concerning number. That's a, I don't know, That that's a concern. I, I don't know. I, I think if you, the thing is, if you even cut down those penalties by, like, Maybe four. like two or three, <laughs> two or three. They might they might win that game, um, and of course people are going to be like, "Well, they missed a clear face mask on Tennessee." I mean, there there were calls being missed. Uh, I would say on on both teams, but seventeen penalties is not something you can be like, "Well, the refs just." I mean, 
This is not really an outlier for what they've been doing all year. Um, they're just not super disciplined on the road, especially. Um, and at home, they're slightly better, but they're still not like they're still above the league, above the league average there even. So I don't know. I, I think the penalties is something to watch out for, as is the the def, like the secondary at Alabama, and to see what what Kiffin's able to do against them at Ole Miss. Anything else on this game before we move on to the turn of the week that'll um, that'll put everybody to sleep? Nope. All right, turn of the week. Nope. Uh, Ohio State's number one win. Uh, no, that's Toledo. T- took a big giant shit. So uh, Stanford took a big giant shit over that uh, top win. Uh, Notre Dame, favored by 16 and a half. Stanford comes in, just lays a big wet fart, and wins 16 to 14. Um, uh, people are starting to talk about Marcus Freeman's uh, job security in his first year at Notre Dame. Listen, I love Marcus Freeman. Sure. As, I, sure. As I think a, a, a lot of people do. As a person. Friend of the program. Sure. F- friend, okay. Uh, my my <laughs> college program, not this program, but maybe he is. Who knows? Sure. Okay. Uh, but maybe it's not a good idea to give a guy who has coached a defense, a defense for... Well, he had one year at Notre Dame, and he was the head defensive coordinator at Cincinnati for a year, a head coaching gig, especially considering that when he was at Notre Dame, the defense wasn't like lights out, and at Cincinnati, he was just running the head coach's scheme. May have been a little yeah. uh, little eager beaver on that one. May have been a little too premature to try to bring in somebody that was internal. You know, I hope the best show. that this is just, you know, I think we all knew that Marcus Freeman <coughs> is going to have growing pains. Uh, I don't think that anyone predicted what we're seeing so far this season. Uh, you know, they have two really, really bad losses. They've got three totals, so they're three and three. Uh, the Stanford loss is really bad. Uh, as is Marshall. I think Stanford might be worse. I think it... Mm, yeah, maybe. Uh, how, how many wins does Marshall have? I mean, Marshall's uh, not... Uh, Marshall's, Marshall's three and three. Marshall's a Mac team. No, no, they're not. They're Sunbelt. Oh, they moved. That's right. They used to be a Mac team. Uh, Stanford is uh, two and four. So they got, they got another win out of this game. Uh, um, we so got Stanford's wins are Notre Dame and Colgate. <laughs> so we have games. Uh, Notre Dame. Let's figure out how many he can get here. So he's three and three now. He's got UNLV this weekend. I'd say win. Uh, Syracuse. Toss-up. I'm going to say that's a loss. It's on the road. I do think Syracuse I mean, is a fraud. But if, they can't, if they can't beat Sanford, they're not going to be Syracuse. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, fraud, but better than better than Notre Dame. Uh, Clemson, loss. loss. Navy. Um, is this good Navy year or bad Navy year? Oh, it looks like a bad Navy year. They're 2-4, uh, so I'm going to say that's a win. That's a win. Uh, Boston College, 2-4. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Um, well, Boston. Listen, hold on. They lost to Stanford. Is Boston College worse than Stanford? Yes. That's probably no, a toss-up. Sure. That's probably no, a toss-up. Boston, they actually. beat Boston College. Stanford, Boston College is really bad. So Stanford, Stanford is is so bad. Yeah, but like I, I, I would, let's say a, let's just say they're equal. Listen, they're equal. if we're gonna say if we're gonna say that Boston College is a toss up, then literally the rest of their schedule is loss or toss up. Yeah, that's, that's fair actually. Yeah, um, but 
it, optimistically, I'm looking at UNLV being a win. They have they're going to finish Navy, six and six. Navy and BC being wins. Yeah, they're going to go six and six. Uh, best case scenario. Best case. So if they drop one of those, that's it. They're not going bowling. When's the last time Notre Dame didn't go bowling? Well, they'll get they'll get in on APR most likely. But yes. Isn't there five and seven sure though? Is there? Yeah. Um, I think six and six is optimistic. Uh, best case scenario here. Well, I, see. I don't I'm see looking, that. Oh, uh, 2016. Brian Kelly went four and eight. No bowl game. Okay. Year 2016. Was that his first oh, year? Wow. No. Couldn't be. Yeah. Brian Kelly was there for like ten years. Okay. Um, it, it's his first year. I, I don't. I think it's stupid. To, I mean, I was just throwing it off the talk about Marcus Freeman uh, going. I think it would be dumb to fire a dude after it one would year. Be dumb. But it would be dumb, but he. So there was okay. The, there was a report that came out this week that uh, Marcus Freeman wanted to bring in Cudcliffe as the. Oh as no. Like, as a consultant for the offense, and oh, Tommy okay. Reese told him no. And well, he needs to. And we're he needs like, to get rid of Tommy Reese. Who's the head coach on this team? <laughs> For real. Um, uh, but that, that's a bold statement from a offensive coordinator who's literally going to be fired uh, as soon as that USC game ends. Uh, or maybe before if they get blown out by somebody. Um, thankfully, they, in their losses, they've they haven't been blown out yet. But uh, if. The good thing is that in that USC game, they should at least still be able to put up points because USC still doesn't have a defense. So um, they will get boat raced, but they'll put up some points. Anyway, moving on to the uh, Pac-12 after dark, we had San Jose State fair by 8.5 at Fresno State. Fresno State won 17-10. Let's talk about this week's games real quick. We talked a long time about the Alabama-Tennessee game. That's fine. Wednesday, we got Georgia State at App State, favored by 10 at 7.30 on ESPN2. Thursday, we got Virginia at Georgia Tech, favored by 3 uh, somehow. I guess Virginia's real bad. Um, that's at 7.30. Uh, Virginia is really bad. Okay. That's at 7.30 on ESPN. Uh, if you feel like watching something... Uh, terrible. Something awful. Uh, I was there... like, what? Just watch the NFL game, but I'm pretty sure that is also very terrible. A lot uh, of that... Card- have... Cardinals. A lot of the midweek games uh, have been real bad for the NFL this year so far. Actually, I think every one of them has been, but whatever. Friday. I wonder how much Amazon paid for that shit. Shit. They don't care. They just light money on fire. People are watching it. They don't care. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to watch. That's right. Friday, we got UAB at Western Kentucky, fair by two and a half at eight on CBS SN. And then Saturday, we got Cincinnati. Favored by three at SMU at 12 on ESPN. Iowa at Ohio State almost made this turn of the week, but... Um, that's going to be bad. That's going to be real big bad. Um, big nude. Uh, Ohio State favored by 29 as of uh, this afternoon. That's it. Uh, like I said, big nude. So this is uh, Fox. Uh, I just have one interesting thing. We don't spend a lot of time in this game. The okay. over-under on that game is 52 points. So the spread is 29, the over-under is 52, so that means that they're expecting Iowa to score somewhere in the range of 20-plus points. Hell no. Uh, which this... seems <laughs> damn near impossible. I'm just going to throw this out there, so it's out there for the record. This game has Kirk Ferentz driving down the field to kick a field goal to get on the board as time <laughs> expires, written all over it. This is like a 49-3 to game. 
in my eyes. This game's also got like vibes of CJ Stroud throwing like three interceptions and them just looking like dog shit till the fourth quarter. It could. Uh, the weather is going to improve by this weekend. <laughs> it's shitty right now. It's going to be uh, 70 across much nice of the Saturday. Country. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. At noon, it's going to be 70. All right. Yeah. Eh? Okay. High of 74 uh, on Saturday. Yeah, but that's usually in the afternoon. That's not at noon. Uh, noon, it says 68. Okay, that's not 70. Big nude. Andrew's getting nude at the game. He's going to go streaking. All right. He's going to get tackled by the strength coach and thrown down on the ground. Um, all right. Kansas at Baylor. Uh, Baylor favored by eight at 12 on ESPN2. So let's see if this Kansas slide continues. I think it will. Yes. Um, yep. yep. West Virginia at Texas Tech favored by seven at three on FS1 or FS2. <laughs> was what my listing showed. So check one of those channels. It should be on there if you actually care. If you care about Xerox U. Yep. Ole Miss at LSU favored by one and a half at 3.30 on CBS. I kind of like that bet. If I was going to pull, I feel like Ole Miss in this one. But it is at LSU. Um, I don't know. It's going to be on the pickums, isn't it? It We'll have to tune in in a little bit and find out. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I would like that. It's def- if it was a night game, I would for sure go for LSU. It's not going to be dark yet, so it's two thirty local time. Mm. I feel like that could be all right for Ole Miss. We'll see. Texas favored by six and a half at Okie Light, and this is three thirty on ABC. Okay. Texas getting six and a half at Okie Light. That's uh, that's an interesting. I mean, Texas with yours is a different team, right? They are. Yours is slinging it, man. Yeah. Um, so their Oklahoma State is five and one, uh, so far. Uh, so same record. Who do they have wins over? They got, uh, well, they lost to uh, TCU. Listen, hmm. yeah, they lost to TCU, and TCU are frauds. So you know. Okay. Check the fraud right. chart. Might have just checked uh, checked myself into this. All right. Mississippi State at Alabama. Get right game for Alabama, most likely here. And take out a lot of frustrations. Uh, Mississippi State has improved, but uh, they're going to be pissed this week. Alabama is so 20 and a half for Alabama, according to Vegas. And that's at 7 on ESPN. We got Minnesota at Penn State in the game we talked about a little bit earlier. Penn State favored by 5 at 7.30 on ABC. Uh, question to the chat. Is this the whiteout game? Okay. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, I mean, it is at night. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Kansas State, uh, TCU. TCU favored by three and a half at eight on Fox or FS1. And what else would be on Fox at that time? I don't know. Baseball. Uh, baseball. 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 Uh, baseball. Uh, I hate when the worst sport in the history of sports ruins college football weekends in October. Well, you're... Uh, uh, Yankees advanced today, so that's uh, that's gonna linger on a little bit more to torment most of the country. Breaking in to watch Aaron Judge get another golden sombrero. There you <laughs> go. Game of the week: Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson favored by thirteen and a half. I think honestly that uh-huh. UCLA UCLA at Oregon might be the game of the week. It might be, yeah. but it's West Coast, so Andy puts all our fair. games on here. This is the first week I think he's put Clemson on here. Hey, I wanted to throw your freaking bone. Clemson favored by 13 and a half at 12 on ABC. I know you're going to pick your own team to win. Throw me um, a freaking yeah, yeah. bone here. Of course. 
because uh, you know this is part of the pickums. Uh, oh, I know. I already, I, I snuck a peek. Yeah. All right. And I knew Andy or Andrew would throw it on there. Uh huh. Yeah. Fuck with me. Uh-huh. Just to give you a guaranteed loss. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't ever want me to go six and zero. That's right. That's right. Um. So yeah, tell him uh, what you think about this game. I, I think that Syracuse is a fraud, and uh, I, I don't think that they're shitty. I think that they're definitely overachieving. Uh, I know prior to this season, uh, Dino Babers, there there was talk of him being on the hot seat and whatnot. I'm not really sure what they expect at Syracuse, but um, maybe it set a high standard and kind of regressed some. Uh, but looking a lot better this year so far. I think it it's going to start to fall out a little bit here a bit. Yeah. Syracuse always, for whatever reason, gives Clemson problems. Dino, I don't know. He just knows how to scheme against us. So mm-hmm. I don't know. On defense, I suspect we'll give up a lot of points because we just keep giving up a lot of points, and it just seems like what we enjoy doing. Uh, I think we'll score. I hope we'll score. Um, I was looking at the depth charts today, and uh, <laughs> there is no one on Syracuse's too deep on defense that weighs more than 268 pounds. <laughs> so that's weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like we should be able to run against them. Uh, we ran really well against Florida state last week. So um, we'll see. I would hope that you could run against them. I um, would hope so too, but you know, we, we, sometimes we just, we suck. Our offensive line is bad anyway. So you never know. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, but DJ DJ looking good yeah, this year. Yeah, keep DJ it going. Is looking good, man. This is the year. This is the year, man. So maybe uh, the Florida slowly fans slowly sneaking up, slowly sneaking up those Heisman. Uh, <laughs> shirts, <man. laughs> uh-huh. Really? Is he? It's twenty-five to twenty-five to one, I think. Right. Okay. Now. Well, I mean, I knew he was approved. I didn't know where there was actual Heisman talk at this point, but that's uh, that's well, good. I mean, you know, seventeen touchdowns, two interceptions, is pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's been looking infinitely better than than last year. So uh, like I was uh, mentioning a second ago, I mean maybe this is what Florida fans could look into. This is probably best case for like what Anthony Richardson could turn into. Um, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean DJ always had potential. It was just I don't know. Maybe he was a head case last year. I don't know. Well, that sounds exactly <laughs> like Anthony Richardson. He so. lost like forty pounds or whatever. That's true. He slimmed up. He Wait, did he that, did he stop Bojangles eating tacos? Uh, uh, is this the Josh was, Freeman diet? Did he give it up? It was Bojangles. He had a Bojangles uh, sponsorship. Sponsorship. Oh, he's getting the getting the bow rounds. Bojangles and Dr Pepper. He had last year. Oh man, Dr Pepper is good though. If I'm drinking, uh, so Ugh, it's really good. Gross. That burn. I agree. You get that burn no, from those no. from the spices. No. Nope. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's All so right. good. Your turn of the week. We got Indiana at Rutgers. It's always tempting to put uh, Rutgers oh. in here, but this is real turdy. Indiana uh, Rutgers. Is real bad. Indiana. Yeah, and Rutgers is too. Do not watch this game. Indiana's uh, captain quarterback announced that he's entering the transfer portal this week. <laughs> yikes. Um, Rutgers uh, or Butkers or just Rutger. I think we gave them back the S. That y'all they might lost lose it. it if they you... lost it again. No, they lost it again already. Oh no! I was gonna say if y'all lose to Indiana at home uh, to if this they... shitty Indiana team, you will definitely lose that S. No, they're going down to Butker if they lose to Indiana. <laughs> they're back okay. down to Butker. <laughs> they're favored by three at home. Somehow this is at twelve on Big Ten Network. Do not watch this shit. I'm begging you. Uh, not that you really would, because there's actual good games on uh, at noon ish. Like yeah. what? Name name one. Kansas at Baylor. 
Syracuse at Clemson. The Syracuse game of the at Clemson. Week. That's right. The game of the week. <laughs> Name one. Name one. You can't. <laughs> you can't do it. Nobody can. It's driving people crazy. Uh, your Pac-12 after dark game is Washington, favored by three and a half at Cal at 1030 on ESPN. And there you go. And that is your games for this week. And now we have... Uh-huh. Somebody messed with this. What do we have? Questions. No. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't touch the, the sheet. Hey. It was in the right order. God. You're in your Pick own head now. Pick up the first, man. Always. All right. You ever like, you ever, it, I feel like now it's like, one of those, <laughs> what are you doing, man? I feel like it's one of those things now where you're, uh, <laughs> I second guess it every time. Pick up, you know, let's do the fucking pick ups. When you're like, when you're like driving or whatever, and you're driving to like some bit a bunch, and you're like, no, you don't turn right on the street with the rock, it's the next one. And then you get to that street and you're like, wait, do I turn right at the street at the rock? And you're like, maybe that's what I'm telling myself that I'm supposed to turn right at the street. And then I feel like it's that thing for you now of you're so. It's not. It's not Pickums first. And then you get to Pickums. You're like, am I not not Pickums first? Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. Anyways, all right. Last Pickums. Week, Clemson FSU. Uh, we all know the rules. Tom picked FSU. Uh, we also uh, know that Andy or Andrew got his uh, Lockhart Gold pick wrong. Uh, you know, what? it was looking really good for a while. It was, wasn't it? I was like, we're going to get it. <laughs> Clemson's dominated Florida State, and then Florida State <laughs> found a little life in the fourth quarter. What Ruined it. Wasn't it a nine-point win? Six-point win. Oh, well. Win some, you lose some. Uh, up next you week, seem to lose a lot more than you win. <laughs> up next, we had USC at Utah. Only Vegas got Utah right. Uh, after that, we had Tennessee at Bama. Only Tom picked Tennessee to win the game. You're damn right. Continuing the trend, we have LSU at Florida. Only Tom picked LSU to win. Against your and Katie's wishes. I did it. Yeah. My wishes. Yeah, you guys were like, don't pick LSU. Okay, well, now um, hopefully that paid out for you later in the day. Uh, after that, we had Penn State, yeah. Michigan. Uh, I believed in Sean Clifford chaos. It didn't happen. Um, also, oh, uh, reverting back, Andy's good. Oh, Sikkim, Wolf Wolf was Bama would win by 14 or more points. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, and then our last game was Oklahoma State, TCU. Uh, I picked Oklahoma State. Bringing last week to Tom went 4-2. and two, Andy went 3-3. Three and three, I went 1-5. and five, Vegas went 4-2. and two, Making your current season standings in last place, Andy at 14-28. and 28, Tom in third place at 17-25. Winning my girlfriend back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, do you have to finish like in the top two of the pick to get her back? <laughs> I don't know. I think I just have to beat you. Okay. Or she's gonna leave me for you. Remember? Oh yeah, you gotta watch out for Andrew now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm closing in. Closing oh, in. Oh, we'll see. You got him <laughs> speechless. So I don't know. How he's, he's got nothing. <laughs> uh, second is me at 521, 21, and first place Vegas. Never go against the house. Twenty five and seventeen. All right. So that gives us this week. Uh, up first, we have UCLA at Oregon. Oregon is a six and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? I'm gonna ride the UCLA train until they until lo- they lose. We're not doing the spread on this one, right? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Andy. Well, I guess it doesn't matter, but um, I was on another tab. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, this is at Oregon, right? Uh huh. 
don't really know about this. I I'm skeptical of UCLA uh, still to some extent. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Oregon. They they've been destroying teams since the first week. Uh, I've been on the hype train of UCLA all season. Uh, they're fun to watch. Uh, Chip Kelly's finally getting it together. Uh, but I think the wheels fall off this week for UCLA. Oregon wins the game. And Vegas will also go Oregon because they're the favorite. Up next, we have LSU at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Who wins this game? Uh, I'm going to say, boy. Oof. Is it? It's at Man. Ole Miss, right? Or did I write this down wrong? You wait, wrote it down wrong. the favorite? I thought, or wait, is it not? I don't... You wrote it down wrong. It's at LSU. Okay. And, and LSU is the favorite. And LSU is the at favorite by one-and-a-half. Yeah, you Hold just on. you split Hold it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm double-checking this. Okay. Okay. I've never, I've never made a mistake. Never. I've never made a mistake. Uh, okay. Except for this one time where I made a mistake. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so Ole Miss at at LSU. LSU is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, my rationale for taking Ole Miss was Ole Miss was at home. Uh, when I was gonna pick Ole Miss. Uh, my rationale for taking Ole Miss now is that I think they're the better team. Ole Miss wins. Okay. Andy, Andy. Oh boy, Andy. all of this. I I talked about it earlier. I'm not going to overthink it. Um, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Ole Miss let Auburn score like thirty something points on them, so I'm going to stick uh, with LSU. Still trying to Kelly. win the girlfriend back. All right, still trying. <laughs> she doesn't want me to pick LSU. I might lose her again because of this. Oh no, I know. Uh, up next, we have your primetime game, Minnesota at Penn State. Penn State is a five-point favorite during the whiteout. Uh-huh. Tom, who wins? Uh-huh. Can someone tell me what Penn State's record is with in, in whiteouts? Is uh, it good or bad? It's last I looked, it was five hundred. Okay. Uh, it's it's not exceptionally. It's not like oh, they always win whiteouts. It's very close to teetering on five hundred. <sighs> Okay, and Minnesota doesn't have their quarterback. Or we don't know if they have. Their He's TBD, but also okay. last week he played very bad. Okay. <laughs> but they are going to have uh, Mo- Ibrahim. Yep, Mo Ibrahim's going to be there. There you go from the chat. I'm taking Minnesota. Penn State I'm is nine and eight in whiteouts. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that they go to five hundred. <laughs> You're taking Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Um, I think that I think this is a get right game for Penn State. It's a wide out game. Minnesota Minnesota. Little Froddy. Little Froddy. That's what I would say. And so yeah, I'm gonna Penn say it's also Froddy, but okay. Uh less Froddy, I suppose I suppose. So Penn State for me. Fair enough. Okay. Uh I if I didn't watch last week's Minnesota game, I would have picked Minnesota. Tanner Morgan, uh, some people are saying, is the best football player in in America, according to Pro Football Focus. He was the number one player. And then literally, he, as soon as they did that, he was like five, not five for twenty one with like forty yards. Pro Football Focus. <laughs> is he gonna? Is he gonna be the number one pick? Uh, I I mean, ask Pro Football Focus. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Uh, but Tanner Morgan looked like dog shit. I think 
Mo Ibrahim is going to get his. He's going to get his. He's going to have 170 yards. Uh, but I think Penn State too much with that crowd. Uh, <clears throat> I also think Penn State. I think this game is going to be close because Penn State, they're going to be looking ahead the next week. Big matchup next week for Penn State. But Penn State wins it. Okay. Uh, Vegas also goes Penn State. All right. Up next, we have Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson is a 13.5 point favorite. We're going to guess if they cover. I'm going to say, yeah, they do. You want to you wanna do a, uh, a log card cool pick here? Nope. Uh oh. Okay. Um, yeah, Syracuse, uh, which is misspelled here is, uh, is fraudy. I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Clemson to cover. I would have said no anyway, but no. All right. Mm. And Vegas says they will cover, uh, up next game. We have not talked about because I don't know, you know, we should have talked about this game. It's a great game. Uh, Purdue at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's. A what are we doing here, man? Just two... couldn't find something better than no, this. No, I literally couldn't. I don't know anything about either of these teams. No, nope. guess you better figure out real quick. Uh, Purdue, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a two and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? I don't know. Purdue. <laughs> I'm not gonna think about it. I don't have anything to think about. It. I don't know anything. Andy. Um. <laughs> give me whiskey, I guess. Uh, Purdue is an impossible team to figure out. They're very streaky. Um, but I think Wisconsin wins this game. Vegas also pick Wisconsin. All right, up next, we have maybe your game of the week. Texas at Oklahoma State. Texas is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, we'll pick straight up. I think Okie State rebounds and wins this game. I'm going to say, yeah. I agree. Okie State. Andy copied all my picks. Uh, I'm going to take Texas. Uh, the interesting thing is I don't think Andrew and I picked the same one for any of these, so it's going to be really interesting <laughs> what happens next week. Three and three for everyone. <laughs> uh, and Vegas will also pick Texas. So there's your picks for the week. They're there. We did it. And now we, we have yeah. time for questions. There we go. Uh, I don't know if there are any questions. Boop, 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 boop. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Um, no questions this week. Wow. Really? All right. All right, this is going to be an easy one. Um, easy peasy. Well, and... There are no emails. I had to look and double check to see if uh, if Katie got one in under the wire, um, but she did not get one on, in under the wire this week. So, no, uh, no questions, and that would be it. So, send us your questions to podcast at acad- academicallyineligible If you want to be invited to the Discord, send us an email there, and we'll send you the link. I suppose. Uh, again, podcast at academicallyknowledgeable.com. I'll be live tweeting uh, on the Twitter again this weekend. So check exactly. it out every weekend. Again. Check yeah. it out. Again, yes. Uh, tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Later, taters.
Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>